You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, I am welcoming back to our broadcast, Hair Royalty. Cheryl Morrow, welcome back. Welcome I know, back. it's been a while. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I feel like I'm home. You are yeah. home. That's the right way to look <laughs> at it. And let's talk about that, Cheryl Morrow. First of all, everybody knows who you are. You are the daughter of Dr. Willie Morrow. We know him from 400 years without a comb and so many other yeah. innovations out there. Uh, and and you in your own right have become a hair legend. And so it is our pleasure and honor to welcome you back to the broadcast. You've been here all along. Wonderful to be back. <laughs> yes. Now, Cheryl, also, you... I miss you guys. You guys are in New York City. I wish I was there. Yes. Well, you will be soon enough. You'll be out here on the East okay. Coast with us. During uh, doing your thing here at the Hair Nation Expo, which will be in Atlantic City, we're going to talk about all that good stuff. Um, but first of all, how's everything going out on the West Coast with all of your business enterprises out there? How's the family? What's going on? Lots, lots of change, lots of transition. Dad is obviously going to be seventy-nine this October. Okay, okay. Um, still a baby. Lots of, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was saying he's still a baby. Still a young man. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. All those uh, millions of miles uh, on on like you said on on his feet. Um, oh yes. So yes. some 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 changes there, and um, being um, you know taking over a helm of, of of leadership in terms of what we call just innovative uh, black hair or in- innovative. Um, Technology in the ethnic beauty sector. It's an interesting one. You know, you get all types of players on all levels distribution, uh, production, science, you know, lab, chemistry, and then consumer engagement. Now, with the new, you know, not with new, but just the, the element of social interaction on a uh, consumer level and social media. So, just all of those components, just in an era of, of great change for ethnic beauty. What exactly is uh, ethnic beauty? Let's talk a little bit about that because we all use a lot of uh, similar nomenclature, but what is ex- what is ethnic beauty? And then I'll tell you a quick story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, well, 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 the reason why I, I like to use um, um, ethnic beauty because I have a, a Facebook uh, page called Beauty Ethnica, because t- uh, as the colloquial um, titles of natural hair, quote natural hair, we are recognizing that the ethnicity of Afro textures yeah. range from almost to, to, I mean, infinity almost, from, you know, the, the, the very coarse coil textures. I'm talking about a menagerie, a very wide mm. variety of ubiquitous curly textures that are so commonplace that most people on the planet have them. And wow. that uh, straight hair is actually a very rare occurrence. I've so, never heard it quite yeah. described as you've just described it. A menagerie mm-hmm. of curls. Wow. All right. Right. And they're, and they're, and they're, they're stimming from just like 
you know, you would get, I mean, it's, it's as simple as water painting for, for kindergartners. I mean, you have your very dark skin to your dominant, most dominant, and then you have the, that curly pattern of that particular texture, and then all of the variations that come from that, that, that dominant expression, that very tight coil, and then every other, you know, variation. We're saying that it belongs to the ethnic world. Right. That that is a common penetrate of an ethnic world. And that, you know, the other way or the other beauty standard that which most traditional cosmetologists, no matter where you are in the world, well, they are talking about, you know, using straight hair as the standard. And then, of course, it does not encompass or invite or it does not carry a the, the profile of the ethnic world at the epicenter. We, in my term and when I use it, Carrie, I'm talking about a more global textured family than the, the, than the least one. So that's what I mean. Now I'm just oh. <laughs> Okay. Cheryl Morrow, of course, shuts it down. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, uh, I'm I'm excited to talk with you. As you know, uh, the last time we've chatted, and all of the listeners of the Hair Radio Morning Show, they will recognize your voice immediately because we have mm-hmm. run your interviews here on this broadcast uh, quite often. So they know every single thing. And, and what, ki- what kind of plays in my mind, uh, we did this extraordinary interview and and like today, we're going to get into a few things. And then um, one of the things that I have always wanted to catch back up with you, because uh, we haven't had a chance to chat on air. We've talked many times off, off mic, but we haven't had a chance mm-hmm. to get back in front of everybody with all these uh, things that are kind of happening in the world right now. And the last time mm-hmm. I think we chatted, it was after the whole Rachel Dolezal thing, that you yes. were kind of to share. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> yes. That you were. Sh- what What do you do? You ever think about that whole thing uh, uh, anymore, or mm-hmm. are you just? I mean, it was so eloquent well, how you put things. Well, I, I think that the politics, the socio uh, political context of how we try to place ourselves and talk about ourselves in a socio political. Uh, 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 Socio-racial um, kind of conversation. You know, I don't really uh, like to hear uh, professors or or, or the, the 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 black elite talk about or intellectualize Rachel Dolezal's um, uh, experience or Barack Obama's experience or any other racial person. Um, because you don't know what it is to be, you know, whoever's talking about it at that particular time. You know, let's just let's just say this, like Halle Berry's mother said, that did not make Halle a black girl. I would have probably placed her in harm's way. And I would have brought extra issues on my biracial daughter that she did not need to experience. So I decided to make her a black girl completely. That way that there was a definitive line drawn. 
in that I knew that though she would have certain issues inside of the culture of black folk, but she would be quite protected as well. More probably more protected than if I made her a white girl. Just think about that. This is a white Yes, that's a mother. That's right. Gender. Very profound lady, by the way. Right. Well, her gender and her being a mother trumped her race identity. That's the wonderful thing about women. It, the mother trumped everything else. She immediately understood that if she, she made Hallie a black girl, then she would only be, you know, talked about a little, you know, dealing with a little issues. But the culture in and of itself would cloak her and protect her and make her probably a, a, a more well-rounded human being. Well, Rachel saw that. She identified to make herself a different human being or, or, or culturally identified in a different group. So she, she felt that she could move a lot smoother through mm-hmm. life instead of as a white woman. That was her choice. So that just goes to show you that even being black, you, you can learn to be black. You know, it's funny that you say that because it it also brings to mind, I don't know if you ever saw this, there was one that um, I think if I recall correctly, Mariah Carey's mother was on, Mm -hmm. I believe, Oprah or something at some point, and she said something pretty similar to that. Like these, Mm -hmm. like they're so deep and profound and I just, it takes us all by surprise. Well, maybe not everybody (laughs) by surprise, but it takes quite a few of us. It was such... You know, such compassion and empathy towards African Americans in just an unreal way. Or people of color, I should say. Yeah, I think that's what they find in the culture. There there is, no no matter when there's so many obviously racial issues and historic issues, you know, in dealing with this country, but inside the the spiritualness, the, 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 the anthropological history we have with with each other there is just so much more self uh, compassion collective compassion and so much empathy and so much love and so much richness in other areas that that is worth when you have a biracial child just go ahead and making them identify with the culture then no matter then they are suitable they have the sensibilities they have the the wisdom and the connection to humanity, then it, it, it makes them appropriate to be able to go into the white part and still have their sense of self. But if you start with the other one, the mothers not, are not sure that they're going to have the humanity they need to go back the other way. Exactly. Well, listen, if you've just tuned in, you are listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, we have a very special treat for you today. We're chatting with Cheryl Morrow. She's actually made it back to the Hair Radio mic, and we are so excited to have you. Good morning. Good morning, Cheryl Morrow. Welcome back. Yes. Well, we yes. got into it deep. We, we, we didn't even start on the surface. Not we have well let me let me tell you something. Uh when you listen to this interview with Cheryl Morrow, um uh, and all the interviews that you do here, they're all priceless. And we're we're gonna put you out on your own album soon. <laughs> we're gonna just have all Cheryl all the time. 
right here. Uh, I tell you, one of the things that I do love about this, and that's why we, we haven't even gotten to the hair part. We haven't even started the hair talk yet because you always ring in with such a unique perspective. And uh, right now there's so much going on in the way mm-hmm. of one of uh, – and this gentleman – and I still call him a gentleman. He's from my home in Philadelphia, and he's just recently been sent off uh, to prison uh, to serve time and uh, mm-hmm. branded as uh, some unspeakable things that I'm not even going to be say. You know, they labeled him uh, dangerous mm-hmm. and all this kind of crazy stuff. But um, I want you to weigh in, Cheryl. Wherever you go is fine. I just want to hear how you uh how you put all this into perspective in your mm-hmm. um unique wisdom that you have on Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And if you black you got an opinion about Bill Cosby. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, God. we all do, you know, God. we all do. You go ahead, sure. You go ahead, sure. I, 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 I do think that um and here we go again with the um the humanity um aspect of our individual selves as we are connected. All black folks are connected. Mm-hmm. And I think that what I think our collective um, uh, betrayal is something that Richard Pryor's wife said. And here again, we have to examine it, you know, Why did did Bill Cosby even connect with us in the first place? You know, because I think that he will be connected to uh, Mr. Huxtable out of all the things that he has done down through the years. And, of course, he was super talented, and we loved his films with Sidney Poitier and things of that nature. The exploitation movies, yes. Oh, man. I mean, mean, Bill Cosby was there. He was the man. He was there with and, and I love those movies with him mm-hmm. and Fortier. Um, mm-hmm. But two things, you know, Richard Pryor's wife said that there was a facade there. It was it was not real. And the difference between Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor, and she said in an interview that you can everyone can uh, listen to on YouTube. She said the difference between, you know, when they, uh, Camille and Bill would come over their house, they would come over with this sense of, you know, superiority and, and judgment and how, you know, they felt really judged by them. But the point, uh, to make a long story short, is the point she was making uh, was that, um, unfortunately, we're just coming to the realization that the difference between Richard and Bill is that, Richard worked dirty but lived clean. And Bill worked clean and lived dirty. So in 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 how it was just not known in certain circles is that Bill was weird and he did weird things. Now I know that just on surface all black people did not realize that maybe you know, O.J. Simpson and figures that we find out later that they're probably not the characters that we that they're actually giving us. 
in that thank you, Bill, for giving us Mr. Huxtable, but we rather would have had Bill. And not well, Mr. I don't know about this Bill if we wanted, but but I'll well, tell you but, something, but, but you Cheryl. can't separate the two. You, you know, cannot. You can't separate wow. Them. But doesn't it also have a lot to do with uh, that we have not exactly been able to show all the dimensions that we are? We are always compelled to, you know, just be in a, a to show just one little Sam Slappy type of personality in order to be taken seriously in mainstream America. And so that's my concern. If uh, I think if we're not compelled to be forced into that little box and to be only well, able yeah, to show it, one. Yes, go well, ahead. Here what we do go you again. Well, well, I'm just saying, well, here we go again, you know, black on black crime. We don't, we allow us to be singled out. We don't realize that people kill people or people hurt people. People commit crimes where they live. So white people mm. kill White people, <laughs> True. Italian people kill Italian people, and everybody do wrong things. But for some reason, ours is really stuck out. But that is because, if you think about it, think about it. If we would create a separation of church and state in our own culture, and allow us to be just human, but because the black church, and there's so much high moral ground in our history that we can't even be normal. Like, we, we, we got criminals. You know what I'm saying? We got people who do things. But for, it's almost like when, it's almost like when I want to watch, when I tell people, people ask me, it's very surprised when I, I like to watch the, the, the hip-hop of Atlanta or they'll, Housewives of Atlanta, or then they'll be surprised that I watch uh, Empire. So, and I and I would say to them, and I'll and I'll be quiet on the subject. You know, y'all didn't stop me when I was watching Dynasty. Mm. You didn't watch me. You didn't stop me when Knox Landing and Soaps and the and y'all didn't want. And why am I now when I watch Black people and they're going through their daily lives and they have issues and they have things that they don't they shouldn't do. Why is it now I have to be judged because I want to watch black people do it? You didn't stop wow. me when I was watching white people do it. When well, I was watching black that, man. That's very interesting. Falcon. Yes. Now, well, why you're... is it okay to watch Falcon Crest and into in Days of Our Lives? Angela Channing. Yes. Well, <laughs> listen, uh, you know, if I know who Angela Channing and all those folks are, and um, and I just love it that you you go there on this conversation because it's interesting because it's almost like we can't have it you know you know we can't have it one way or the other because if we don't have these dramatizations on the air like Empire and Star and all these other shows uh, that have taken a page out of those playbooks like. Uh, Dallas and, and Flamingo Road and all those things that we used to from our <laughs> generations and all that kind of stuff. Um, then we're, yeah, mm-hmm. so we're not happy with that comparison. And then we're not happy if we don't have a show on at all. So, you know, I think it, you know, that the success of an empire and all these other shows, I think it's just the beginning. And as far as the uh, um, Housewives series, 
uh, from Atlanta. We've had Marlo's been here on the Hair Radio Morning Show many times. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Cynthia, Cynthia also has been on our show uh, several times. So mm-hmm. we love these folks, and uh, they mean a whole bunch to us. And we've had some other reality stars right here on the Hair Radio mm-hmm. Morning Show. Uh, so we mm-hmm. love everybody out there doing their thing, and don't you stop. And Cheryl, you you know, wear that proudly. You know, you come from the oh, old soap days. <laughs> I do. You I know? do. I, 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 say, I say when I sit down, and, and, and even when I sit down and I say, okay, I'm sorry, I want to watch some black people. I don't care what they're doing. <laughs> well, you know, that's I, funny that I you just, say that. I, I just make yeah. that. I yes. don't care what they're doing. Why do I have to judge what they're doing? I, you know, I, I, I love it. I love it because when I turn on the television, sometimes I mean, I love all folks, and we all do, you know, and that is yeah. evident. But, boy, oh, boy, it's just nice to see some folks that kind of like a mirror. Every once in a while you do want to glance and see something that kind of resembles you looking back. And so on television, I wanted to also mirror what it looks like when I go outside my door. And so um, I'm confident, and that's cable television and folks who don't have cable, because it's a big difference if you don't have cable and you're looking at television. You you uh, you won't see the same images that you see when you do have cable, and broadcast needs to catch up with this. And speaking, well, you know what, Cheryl, our <laughs> listeners of the Hair Radio Morning Show will kill me if I do not get to the hair talk with you. <laughs> so listen, um, I have to say, first of all, again, if you're just tuning in, yes, we've been kicking it this morning with Cheryl Morrow. Cheryl, now I have to say, let's turn to uh, back to, to ethnic hair, okay, and back to the mm-hmm. hair talk this morning. Now, you are coming to Hair Nation Expo. And just for you guys out there who may have forgotten for some strange reason, but yes, Hair Nation Expo is our live hair and beauty show, and it's happening a week before Mother's Day. It's exactly the weekend before Mother's Day, May 4th, May 5th, and May 6th, 2019. So this is what's happening. It's a three-day period, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, from 10 in the morning till 6 o'clock, and then on Monday from 10 to 5. And what we're focusing on is being um, just in the center of everybody, the, across the spectrum, literally, of hair. So we have, whether you are a naturalista or a locks specialist or, you know, a relaxed queen or a chemical king, wherever you are. <laughs> It doesn't matter. You're welcomed here at Hair Nation Expo because we're creating um, just one big conversation. And so we've got folks coming from just about everywhere for this event. Again, it's those three days, May 4th, 5th, and 6th in 2019 in Atlantic City, New Jersey uh, at the Showboat Hotel. Now, I want this to be clear to everyone. The Showboat Hotel is huge. This is not... You know, and nothing against the folks who have meetups and hair meetups in the basements and the schools and all that. We need all of that. But what we're bringing mm-hmm. is an actual trade show uh, that uh, can encompass and hold up to 30,000 individuals over the course of the three days. 
and it is the very first ever hair and beauty show on the boardwalk in the history of Atlantic City, New Jersey. So I'm so excited, and we wanted to do something, Cheryl, where everybody could easily get to. Yes. Just easily mm-hmm. get to it. So what do you yeah, say? Do what are, Yes, what are you, now, Cheryl, what are you doing at the expo? How, uh, what are you going, are you going to give us a tidbit for all your fans so that they can uh, come meet yes. you out there? Okay, well, I, I, I let me just say this. We're going to give some exciting um, some people their chance to 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 win a uh, a whole package of a marketing package and branding package to start their own line. Yes. But to get into the whole full business of of beauty to give them a a chance to 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 win that. Second, they're going to see us introduce the next trends and technology and science that is coming out in ethnic beauty so everyone can be on the pulse. We're going to be talking about technology in terms of a whole new way to relax hair, a whole new way to moisturize hair, and a whole new whole section of, of, you know, we talk about the wonderful butters and shea butters. Well, we're bringing out a whole another technology of, 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 of what shea butter can do and what other butters of other countries out of Africa can do. Uh, we're going to be exposing a whole new branding agency that deals with controlling our narratives in advertising and uh, uh, marketing campaigns and public relations and things of that nature. So we are going to be, everything's going to be new. Everything's going to be disruptive. Everything is going to be uh, a trend setting for, from 219, the moment we present it from 219 all the way to, you know, the, the, the next, 10 years, what we will be doing in ethnic beauty in the next 10 to 20 years. Wow. Um, it just seems like it's getting so big, though. I mean, it's always been big, I guess, but it seems like it's well, and, taken and, on and, a whole new thing. And by the way, you know, we now as ethnic uh, uh, beauty or the ethnic beauty industry, we now have to be all, we have to start thinking in terms of what we call the Procter and Gamble factor, we not can't, we, we can no longer just extend our. Uh, let's just say, for instance, a beauty professional such as a hairstylist or a barber stylist. You can no longer just uh, uh, do styling as a uh, um, as your scalable uh, business model. You are now going to have to turn. The, the corner and let your sweat equity be less and start encompassing personal care, not just hair care. You're going to have to now, in terms of understanding, you know, not just talking about retail, but offering the customer a whole beauty experience, soap, lotions, foot care, hand care, cuticle care, nail care, you know, eyebrows, scalp, you know, massage. It is no longer just salons are we're going to, you know, present uh, uh, a program called Salon Metier, which is, you know, how to transform to just hair care to a complete 
personal care uh, kind of uh, offering in, in, in the product experiences. You can no longer just be a salon and, and, and just have a chair. And we're bringing a new financial system also, which is an answer to blueprint versus employee systems. So the, the key word for sh- uh, our Hair Nation uh, yeah. 219 uh, uh, 2019 at the the, the, the showboat is about. Yeah. I think your word is disruption. Wow. And where a I mean a tectonic kind of shift where this ground underneath the fundamental the foundation actually sh- forces all of us to shift in a very good and positive way. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking all positive. But being on the verge of apps and them, you know making a presentation at a wonderful little group called Dev Jam Labs. And Dev is spelled D as uh, in, uh, like Def Jam, but D-E-V is in victory. But this is a mm. conference for developers, Afro-minded uh, developers and coders talking about, and I'm doing the beauty part, because even the beauty part in terms of like, uh, technology and apps and, and, and your mobile phone device, all of it's going to have to be different and how we engage into the uh, ethnic beauty um, consumer and wow. influencer. We're going to have well, to engage. And we're going to bring it at, at Hair Nation. Oh, yes. It's well, this is what we're talking about. Hair Nation Expo. Um, and, and like yourself, we've got heavy hitters there who are coming from every part of this whole hair game, literally, uh, to bring it with education to bring it with products. Now, I know that the listeners out there of the Hair Radio Morning Show would appreciate knowing, Cheryl, giving, uh, hearing some of your tips. Uh, a lot of the stylists um, are looking to launch their own product lines. And you and I, we've talked about this offline again. We've had many conversations <laughs> off mic, but we've never, ever really had an opportunity to, to share this with uh, the fans, and, and we know they want to know this. We know you professionals out there want to hear from Cheryl uh, some tips on, on starting your own product line. Would you be able to, Cheryl, just kind of anywhere you want to go with it, share uh, mm-hmm. what someone can do or what are some of the steps they should do uh, when considering to, to launch a product line of their own so they can bring to shows mm-hmm. like HairNationExpo.biz. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that, one of the reasons why I wanted to start um, a, a branding agency with my business partner um, is because wanting to make that process what we call systematic and not just consultative and offering them step-by-step and much more than just a bunch of talk, a bunch of me in front of the room and then a bunch of notes and things of that nature. And Niche approaches it with giving them physical behaviors, which means that there are exercises, things to do in the course of the day. Uh, We are starting a podcast um, that literally walks them through the beauty CEO of a daily uh, from startup to, to, to brand position awesome, and into their campaigns and things of that nature. But one of the, the, the complete, uh, utterly um, device, I would say, 
and I have a, uh, 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 and I, I realize that I have a uh, distinctive beginning in uh, black hair care and, and in beauty. I do realize that because of my background, it's easy for me to say. But to, to really, truly understand that you can only understand the business from where you operate. So let's say if you are behind the chair, you only really only know the business from behind that it. perspective, right? And that is a physical, what we call technical perspective, styling perspective, consumer level, so to speak. And but to in order to step into the energy of what we call C-suite or the executive. Uh, branch is understanding that you're going to have to go through a real detachment in a very subconscious uh, shift to even approach it because you're going now making decisions. You can't make decisions of a brand owner now as like being a stylist. And the moment you do that, you're, you're, it, it, it's, you can forget it. Don't even start. Don't even start because just your acknowledgement that you don't understand the difference between an executive duty, an executive decision, and an executive behavior, and an executive thought are not the same as a stylist thought. Wow. And how you connect even to a jar or a bottle, a towel, water, bills, money, finance, economics. Consumerism, capitalism. You you just don't realize that you only are having an experience by the position or of operation that you interact with. You only know it from that one dimension. So the moment you realize that, okay, I need to understand it from another dimension, second dimension, the third dimension, then you can probably place yourself. Oh, you know, because twenty years in the business of picking cotton does not make you. Master of the cotton field. <laughs> true. Very it just true. makes you. It just means that you have managed to pick cotton without cutting cutting yourself. Yeah. It just doesn't mean anything now that you are deciding to elevate. Excuse my, you know, cor- uh, comparison, That's but wow. that hit home. You, you, you know, my stylist will understand that equity does not really give them the experience to sit behind a desk. It only gives you experience of cutting hair and styling. So, but is, is it impossible what, that they can get that education, or is that what you're saying that? Oh you know, well, well, that uh, is what they we're work going with to, folks like you. Well, that's what, yeah, but that's what we're going to offer in 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 Hair Nation, um, at the Showboat in 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 2019 is right. giving them the opportunity to understand. Um, sweet sea sweet beauty is so uh, uh, elegant. First of all, it's a wonderful experience to see beauty and fashion and 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 colors, and it's wonderful to get to the the good part, which is the the the, the glamorous part, the packaging, the 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 colors, the labeling, and then naming, and then creative briefing out and discussing it and mind sharing. All those things are wonderful, but. The, the the capacity to understand that most people don't even realize, uh, Carrie, how they operate. Some 
people who turns um, from from technician to to the product owner, they don't realize that they're not good at being a CEO. They don't actually really like the daily details <laughs> in running a business. True. Now, or they they may not be entrepreneurial. They may be more business builders. So there's different types. Most people don't realize is that you know. Are you a Martha Stewart type? Are you a Jeff Bezos type? Are you a, 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 a Eunice Johnson type? Are you a, a Madam C.J. Walker type? Or well, whatever the case may be, you have to really decide how you're That's going right. to lead. I love and what you, you say, work with Yeah, and, and then connect with your, your best skills. But if Absolutely. you're not that, what you're going to do is that you're going to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I know that I really love to do hair. I'm not finished doing that, but what I'm, I love the mind share of building a brand. But I need to get me a, 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 a someone who loves being in the details, crossing I's, dotting T's every day. And that is why people like um, uh, Steve Jobs and, and, and Bill Gates, that's why they step down, because they know as founders they can only go so far. So that's why sometimes founders don't make good CEOs. Sometimes CEOs don't make good founders. They don't find a lot of uh, – they're not visionaries. So you have to really just connect with what, what you're good at. Well, you know, you I love what you say because uh, uh, being an entrepreneur, and when I mm-hmm. sat down and decided to create a business uh, for myself to run, I first sat mm-hmm. down and said, what am I good at doing? What do I enjoy mm-hmm. doing? What do I like? Mm-hmm. If I could design the perfect business for myself, what would that consist of? And I literally Period. made a list. Yes, I did. I made a list, and I said, well, I want to be in broadcasting. I want to write. I want to have books. Mm-hmm. I want to write things. I want to help others to accomplish their goals. And what mm-hmm. I designed, I wrote down every single thing that I enjoyed doing and and what would just be something that was very natural for me to do from day to day. And I say this is an important lesson for folks to get because I knew then, and that was 24 years ago, if not longer, I knew then that it was going to take me a long time, quite possibly, to uh, bring everything into the vision to reality the way that I would one day have it. And so I needed to wait that time out, so to speak, to and not mm-hmm. give up or, you know, you're going to have days of frustration, but to say, to do it every single day and, and wake up with a zeal and a passion. And I knew that mm-hmm. if I did it, if I created the business with everything that I enjoyed doing, how could I not be mm-hmm. happy with that? And, and that mm-hmm. seemed to be what has sustained Hair Radio. Uh, is because I created a business that I enjoy doing, but more importantly than that, that I would hope others who who joined me in my vision would be able to see their vision of their own. And that is why we've been here uh, celebrating at HairNationExpo.biz, if you go into our site, www.HairNationExpo.biz. When you come out to the event in May, May 4th, 5th, and 6th, Showboat Hotel, um, what you're going to find is it's our celebration of the 25th year in this business, and we are so mm-hmm. excited. We're just excited. Mm-hmm. But do you do you see yeah, what I mean, Cheryl, about creating what you like? 
Yeah, and then and let me just add because just to just to just to put some application to it, you know, one of the things that makes things successful that you love, if you love them, is because success follows effort. Mm. It doesn't follow passion. Oh, hold it. Let Money. me write that down. Hold it. Success follows effort, not what was the other? Not passion. Mm. Not purpose. You can have a passion for something, but if you don't love to do it as much as you love doing something else, the success follows effort. So whatever you wow. put your most effort in is what probably you love the most. I'm, I'm typing that on the Facebook right now, Cheryl Morrow. <laughs> I love that. Wow, I never so heard that before. Right, so, so I, I, and, and that's what most people say. They say, oh, well, make sure that you do what you love. What they're actually saying is nine times out of ten, make sure that you separate your passion and purpose because that may not be where you put your most effort because mm. what you don't realize is that I, ha- I have a passion for cars, but I only have a passion for the emblems. And, you know, it, it's, I don't love the emblems. So when I focus on my passion, I'm always focusing on the emblems. So why don't I just focus on emblems and leave all the other car apart alone? Because, yeah, I have a general purpose and passion for cars, but I have a love for the emblems. So the point is, is that if you go through your process long enough, you'll find out what your actual love is. And you said broadcasting. You love talking. You love communicating. You know, you, you, you have finite. You have zeroed in. But you, your eye is single, your mind and your consciousness. And then you put your effort there. And then you want to know why, just monetarily, you're successful at it. Because money and success follow the effort, not quite the passion. Wow. Uh, but, second, but, but, but secondly, I would say the second most important thing that that, that people starting their own line, uh, finance and mathematics. Where uh, do I we get the money? <laughs> That's no, no, hard, no, no. Cheryl. No, 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 no. I quite the contrary. I don't mean uh, investments <laughs> or seed right. money. I mean understanding finance and mathematics because if you don't understand how to 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 focus on your, your where your growth and how you because if you don't understand finance and mathematics then you understand pricing production math ounces how to figure out your bottom line how much do you forecast and what you're going to make in quarters and how to you know if you don't know those things and those numbers if you don't know your numbers then you cannot plan and strategically attack and go where you want to go and deal with demographics. If you don't know how to read data, you don't understand math. And I'm not talking about algebra. I'm talking about just general mathematics as it applies to 40% percentages. That we teach you. I, I, I teach you, you know. And just like a young lady's doing, a, she's a, a client of ours, and she makes masks facial mask and, you know, just dealing with her numbers and how she gets, you know, the cost of one, what we call COGS, the cost of goods sold, just to come up with that. So the second thing that I would, you know, advise them, and they don't necessarily have to come with that. They can get taught that. Then they start understanding, oh, that's why I shouldn't do 32-ounce 
versus 16 ounce in the retail market. Oh, I get it. Okay, because I, I oh, okay, when I buy the raw material like this, oh, okay. So then they start understanding of the beauty business from how real executives deal with it, not just from the end user, because at the end of the day, hair sellers are just a professional consumer with a license. They're con- they're, they are a consumer with a license. So what? And that's how they interact with wholesalers and, and distributors and retailers. That's how they deal with it. But as a consumer, they don't get let in on the inside. But mm-hmm. when they become a consumer, they become on the inside. So they start communicating and acting like we give them the behavior and the thoughts and the formulas and equations to start thinking like a CEO of a beauty brand. Wow. Well, I don't know what to say, Cheryl Morrow. You always shut it down. I tell you. You really do. Well, listen, speaking of products, and and this is something I'm announcing here today, we have just launched our own e-commerce site at at, uh, Hair Radio, which is available when you go to www.shophairradio.com. And again, it's uh, that's our new site, shophairradio.com. And what I love about this, Cheryl, is that uh, folks uh, who have listened to many of our amazing guests who have products out there, um, we are often besieged as soon as the guest is off the air uh, with calls of where can they get these products. And, and what can you tell us more about the products that the guest was just talking about? Um, Carrie, why don't you have them available? Can we get them from you? And I've been asked this over and over and over, over the course of over a couple of decades. So I said, okay, fine, fine. Let me just go ahead and uh, develop our very own e-commerce site that includes uh, amazing products from guests of the show, from folks who have come into the different hair radio platforms. So you'll find uh, products like New Grow Hair, some from uh, the folks out in California. We have uh, uh, beautiful hair products in there. We've got uh, Mr. Terrence has a product, uh, Platinum Needles for those who uh, do uh, lock uh, repair and and also for weaving, uh, you know, doing wigs and all of that. Uh, So there are a lot of products there. And you know what also I did, Cheryl? I put in, uh, I made a separate area for if you need Uh to keep your shop clean. So if you need all the things that go in the restroom and and cleaning the floor and and tissues and paper towels and all those wonderful things, too, that you need to have. And, And so if you don't have a lot of storage space, that's fine. We actually have uh, folks that we have here in New York where we ship all the products, which is excellent. And what I love about it is that we will keep the products here, and you just give us a, a 24 to 48-hour notice, and we will get you whatever amount that you need to keep uh, to replenish your, your stock. So you don't need a big room. You can order and get the best, the special bulk pricing, which gives you huge discounts if you have a salon or barbershop or a place, a commercial business. Um, and we will keep the products here and just ship them to you, you know, deliver them to you 
equipment or ship them as you need it. And if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, it's very convenient. And otherwise, we will ship UPS or something of that nature. But what do you think about shophairradio.com? Well, well, and, and let me just say this. this is, it's, it's, it, the reason why I'm excited about it is because um, it allows consumers to have access to indie brands. Indie, yeah. indie brands are shown in um, both domestic and international markets in, in, in the finance world. Um, these beauty markets are, um, such as, you know, Shop Hair Radio, allows the consumer to have exposure to indie, uh, independent brands, right. smaller brands who have better quality control or who are not massing out. Maybe they have the ability to do custom. Um, but it just gives the consumer much more of a variety instead of just dealing with the OTC markets such as Target and obviously Walmart and um, Amazon, which is, you know, people who are making things for, for just everybody. But these micro markets like such as Shop Here Radio are very important in the, yeah. in the rev, uh, evolution and revolution of indie brands. Um, like Fenty, you know, it's, not a small brand, but it's not a big brand like uh, Maybelline. Um, so, in, in micro markets are specialized markets. These things are becoming so much more, uh, more popular. There's worlds like glossy and and um, cosmetic liquid women, and there's um, McKinsey, all 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 the think tanks, uh, BeautyCon, uh, Beauty and Money. They're all talking about the micro power of the micro market, and um, you're right on target, uh, Carrie. Um, oh, I love your, it. Yeah, your, your niche.com um, is um, creating um, the, the, the 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 same um, business model, just making it more available for. Um, um, the indie brand. It's very important to the uh, the, the, the the evolution in the new era of, of beauty and cosmetics because at the, at that level, those particular brands can change very easy. They can change very quickly. They can adjust to people to cook the consumer needs, the consumer trends. Big companies tend to, to, to adapt slower. Um, and just like we are, uh, and I think the distinctive thing that we're bringing to Hair Nation uh, next year is um, the fact that, you know, the ability to become a brand owner, it, it actually helps the industry because what we, we can do is we can put you in a technology that you would not normally think of yourself, but we do appreciate the fact that you see the vision of this particular brand. So we kind of like fit you into a brand, actually. But 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 we also smaller companies can forge ahead and do new things that are risky that big companies can't do, and you giving them a platform such as Shop Hair Radio to put them in a, in a sales funnel is just remarkable, Carrie. Because oh. you know, even well, even I, products like uh, I mean innovation like um, cannabis and, thank and, you and so much. Smaller Thank companies you. can take advantage of those things, and then here you are giving them a platform, which is absolutely, absolutely. Thank That you. is that's, the trend. That's what I love, because being able to provide that platform, like you said, for these businesses who are 
looking for distribution opportunities, and, and sometimes they can't find them so readily. And so um, I'm happy to provide shophairradio.com, and it's spelled S-H-O-P-H-A-I-R-A-D-I-O.com. Of course, there's always one R in the middle of hair radio, so shophairradio.com. And we will be uh, giving out, we are actually going to discuss a product of the day. We're going to be looking at and providing analysis on some of the the items that are available uh, we've got books that are out there. My How to Get Rich in the Hair Business book is there. We've got other folks who have books there. Um, all kinds of things, albums, music albums. You hear me playing songs on the, the Hair Radio Morning Show. They're there. So it's just a, it's a nice thing. And, and, Cheryl, I'm hoping that we'll put some of, of your amazing things there uh, as you yeah, tend cool. to roll things out. Uh, we wouldn't have it any other way. So, um, uh, we have, we have yeah. yeah, we got a wonderful perp poster series. We got a wonderful um, um, so all the things that actually we talked about. There is an ebook yeah. to it. There's a poster series. There is a um, a wonderful uh, some of the vintage uh, books of Mr. Morrow um, are uh, are now in ebook, ebook digital form. Um, we would like love we could books. we can and let me tell you something. We can house digital properties there. So if it is digital, um, we can set it up where everybody can go on and purchase it. And, and of course, they'll have access to the downloads. Um, and or if it's tangible product, we can ship things. You know, we can drop ship. So we want the moral products there. <laughs> it gets no better than that. All right. Well, speaking of making it happen again, Cheryl Morrow, who is out there, I mean, you're doing everything that is hair and beauty and education and information for everybody's sake, and we need you. We need the Morrow family, so you guys keep doing what you're doing. I, I, I love to I love to, to, to do that. I was just on a uh, call, and... Um, and we created a, a, a beautiful partnership. And I know you heard of Damon Dash. Of course. He's so wonderful. And he's Shark he's Tank in Man. No, that's Damon John. Oh, hold it. That's da- it. Damon. Well, who, oh, Damon yes. Dash, wasn't that the, the one that was with Jay Z? Rock, yes. Rockefeller. Oh, okay, so got Rock-a-way, that one. All right. Rock-a-way. Yeah, 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 yeah. They both oh. named Damon. In any case, uh, but. Um, you know, in in just um, joining. Well, what forces. are you doing with Damon? With Damon Dash? What are you guys uh, doing? He he is realizing that you know he and I agree that we we did speak about the issues of ethnic hair care, and he wants to 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 be uh, um, a, a help, a seed help in getting wow. these these um, um, micro. Um, new product brands, these new product owners. Let's say if we can see some of the potential of these hairstylists that are need to elevate. Let's get them into uh, um, a brand themselves. Let's start creating new Madam C.J. Walkers and Annie Malone's and new um, terrains. We, we, we have to start recycling ourselves. We can't just yeah. act like we're just going to you know, live forever. And these bubbling, beautiful beauty influencers are young, 
you know, they, they, they want to be involved. They want to change the world as well. Um, they want to get into the vision. Um, you know, he has, um, he sees the vision. So he was saying, you know, sure, let's go, you know, and, um, uh, you know, let's try to get a, 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 a program to where, you know, we bring, give them the formulation and we give them the technology. He says, and what we'll do is we'll have, you know, the, the foundation to get them straight into the, the packaging that that is affordable and, and high end. And then he says, media-wise, we'll take those brands into Macy's and we'll do other things that, you know, in the relationships that he has. Wonderful, wonderful visionary. Um, so that's me. We're excited about that. Well, that's, and, that's uh, exciting news. And please keep us informed And because there are a lot of folks who are part of the Hair Radio Morning Show who would love to know more about that. And anything that you guys are working on and collaborating, especially on that level, is huge to us here. So please keep uh, the listeners informed of that. That would be awesome. I'll keep you in there. Don't worry about it. We we will be at Hair Radio with bells on. Oh, I love it. Hair Nation. Hair Nation with bells on. Yes. Well, Hair Nation Expo, again, Cheryl's going to be there in person, so you'll get an opportunity to connect with her. Um, You can actually connect with her through our social media site, which is www.hairradio.com, and it's H-A-I-R-A-D-I-O.com. If you go there and you are not a member already, it will ask you to register to sign up. And there, all you need is an email address and your name, essentially. And you sign on up for the site. It is free, F-R-E-E. It doesn't cost you anything. You sign up, and then once you register, you'll be approved. And then you'll be able to go search Cheryl's name right in our in the little search box. And uh, friend Cheryl, among so many others right here that you've listened to on the Hair Radio Morning Show, so that's our very own hair and beauty social media site that we have that uh, connects to all of us, and it's just awesome. So, sure, we'll get some uh, wonderful tidbits from you that we'll include on the social media site um, that we'll have on your page that uh, the listeners can go to. Uh, just who are tuned in right now, just a little, little uh, private little uh, something extra, so we want to send you guys to uh, hairradio.com to see that. Again, it'll be on Cheryl's page on the site. Cheryl, I have to say, I am just always amazed at your energy, at your commitment to hair and beauty, and to the folks behind the hair and beauty and behind the chair, and so many others mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just doing awesome work. I, so, I was born and raised. Yeah, I was born and raised in it. Cause I, yeah. I, I don't know anything else. You know, That's why we gave you the moniker Hair Royalty. <laughs> and I only call two folks Hair Royalty. That's Cheryl Morrow oh, and Alelia Bundles. Those are the only two Hair Royalty well, persons I know. You, you know, and to have grown up with, you know, Jim Dutley's kids and the gardeners and all of, you know, it's, it's I treasure it. And it's, uh, you know, as a, I, I feel like a vanguard. I really do, and I love it. But I do want to see it flourishing, and I do want to get rid of some of the stigmas. I do want to demystify some of the myths, the things that are not true. Uh, 
I do want to make sure that history is told correctly. I do like the um, us getting on a page to where we all have a consensus that we want to uh, grow it, both domestic and international markets. We want to be mindful that everyone in the world is in the beauty business of I some love it. sort. Well, Cheryl, and, um, I usually ask people at this point, is there anybody you want to shout out to? But in your case, I'm going to ask you, is there anybody that you want to just pass along any thank yous or special comments yeah. uh, before we wrap yeah. up today? Yes, I do. Actually, in your area, uh, while I was in New York, I had great mentors. And I want to tell uh, uh, your audience about one specific uh, uh, experience. And I was given um, – uh, one day, I wanted to leave uh, San Diego, and I wanted to go to New York because I wanted the big time. I wanted to be in the big time, right? Yeah. So I was in the big time when I saw and met a man named Rudy Townsend, and he was friends with Patrick Kelly and James Harris, and these are all big legends mm-hmm. in my development, early development. So I went to New York, you know, young, and I could have been 24. Anyway, but I landed there in Rudy Townsend, and James Harris, I mean, they loved a born a little sister. I mean, they took me everywhere. I was exposed to the celebrity side of, of fashion and hairstyling and makeup at that time, which was early 90s. So all of the, uh, um, all of the downtown, uh, downtime, behind the scenes, hung out with the likes of, you know, Gloria Steinem, Wes Walker, and all Patrick Kelly's clientele at that particular time. And I did it because I decided I was going to be small. I was going to just be part of a team. I didn't really have professional aspirations. But because I could be part of their team, I was willing to do anything, Carrie, uh, just to be with them. And during my travels uh, of just growing up in that and being in New York, I would like to uh, uh, say that one day I was earning the window station. You had to really earn that. And I told James Harris, and that was uh, Naomi Sims, um, Salon on 57th Street at that time. That was big time, Terry, big time. Wow. So I wanted to earn them. So, and James and, and everyone told me, well, you were, you're going to have to do a haircut to earn that because the window is what everyone sees you working and then you get all the clientele and all blah, 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 blah. So I was on second floor and I wanted that window um, station. At that point, Terry, Bernice Calvin. Yes, I just big spoke to her the other day, by the way. <laughs> Go ahead. Audrey Smalls, James Harris, Rudy Townsville, the owner of Naomi Sims, they were all walking across the street. Wow. And um, it was, a, it was a, the model Munya. I don't know if you guys remember Munya, but Munya was way before Iman. Okay. But anyway, but they were all walking across the street, and I'm looking, and I'm standing in the windows looking at them walk across the street coming towards me, coming upstairs to come see me do this haircut. Gary, I swear, 
at that point, and they liked it, and I did it. I finished it, you know, but the mentoring, and just to, to I, I don't think I publicly thanked my mentors. Wow. Uh, uh, and, and, and all the hairdressers can understand, iron truly sharpens iron. Truly, it does. You don't get, if you, if you want to be sharp as a diamond and, and, sharp, and strong as, 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 as stainless steel and iron, you do have to get another piece of iron. And you can't ask for a wimp to make you into a... <laughs> I love. Well, you're yeah, absolutely right. That yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love but, that. But to to to, to thank um, Rudy, uh, I think Rudy is if, if Rudy is, has passed, but I think James Harris is still with us. So James, thank you for being tough. Ms. Uh, Bernice Calvin, thank you for being tough. Uh, uh, Olive Benson, thank you for being tough. Thank you. You know they all. I think mean, Olive Benson has passed away as well. But just thank you for being tough. Because like you, you, you turned me into, and I think that because they were extra tough because of my, who my father was, they didn't want to give me an easy time. But I, I don't think I've ever publicly thanked them. Well, I'm going to add. I'm going to add to that list two names. One is your dad, Dr. Willie Morrow, and the mm-hmm. other name is your own, Miss Cheryl Morrow. I want to thank you so much. You are just awesome in every which way. And uh, you have inspired so many of us, so many of us in and around the business. I think the last time I saw Amelia, I said that we uh, we did a tour for Relaxed and Natural for Procter & Gamble's Relaxed and Natural. Oh, Amelia Bondos. Oh. Yes. Yes. yeah, and I think in the name of uh, she was actually we 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 picked her to to present Howard with with the check I think wow for some reason but but but, but it was through um, a, a wonderful uh, ad agency called Libby Taylor we did it in the what what nineteen well, two thousand no well two thousand five two thousand six okay. two thousand well she's yeah, been anyway, out we, there. We, quite a while. You guys know Alilia is the great-great-granddaughter of Madam C.J. Walker, and it has been said that she is the first self-made female millionaire in the United States, among so many other things. And I certainly don't have to tell the hair hair audience, the hair radio morning show audience, who Madam C.J. Walker, you know, was. But uh, certainly her great-great-granddaughter. What can I say about Lily? She's been on our show. We love her so much. And and she will be at Hair Nation Expo 2019. So, you know, we, we're bringing the heavy hitters. Yeah, I see you've been busy. So We've been very busy. This <laughs> is going to be awesome. And I just chatted with Bernice Colvin, uh, Bernice Colvin the other day, literally, uh like maybe three days ago, she's going to be out there. Um, she's doing a whole bunch of wonderful information, and she asked for all of yeah. our details about the show. Yeah. So she's still going strong, and we're yeah, doing yeah. – she, she, yeah. yeah. She's oh, still yeah. plugged she, in. She, she's in. Yeah. No, no, she's still, she's still there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I'm happy that we have been that – you know, and Cheryl, you've helped to pull us to that level. So I just have to say thank you, and I really mean it. It's heartfelt, 
uh, on behalf of all the listeners of the Hair Radio Morning Show and all of our properties and everything that we're doing, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we've been kind of uh, climbing up those shoulders. So thank you so much. You keep up with more all that welcome. you're doing. More than welcome. Okay. More than welcome. Um, Big kiss. Oh, uh, back at you. And remember, Hair Nation Expo, May 4th, 5th, and 6th, the Showboat Hotel. That's 2019, a week before Mother's Day. Come out, see Cheryl in person, shake her hand, give her a big hug. <laughs> She's going to be there. And and just uh, we're doing a special presentation that she is aware of already uh, that's going to be honoring Dr. Willie Morrow. So we want you to definitely come out. Tickets are already available if you are curious at hairnationexpo.biz or go right straight to eventbrite.com. That's E-V-E-N-T-R. I'm sorry, E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E.com is how they spell it. Go there. You can buy tickets. The early bird tickets are still out there. Get them now while they are available and book your room. we got Delta Airlines sponsoring us. You need our special meeting code. It's available at hairnationexpo.biz. Budget Rent-A-Car is also one of our sponsors. You'll get their meeting code from our site um, at hairnationexpo.biz. We've got so many folks. It's just the way to go. So, we thank you, Cheryl. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah, and uh, just stay in touch with us. You are awesome. I will. Yeah, you, you're, you you're right, Gary. You, you talk. are. <laughs> we just can talk anytime. We can we talk anytime. Do we not have a great time? <laughs> we have a great Always time. Do. We do. All right. I will check Thanks in with you me. soon. You, my pleasure. You have a wonderful day. And, folks, keep it right here. We've got a whole lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to go today. Stay with us.